I've done about three different intros for this episode. I've done about three different intros for a different episode, which then I uploaded, and then the guest was on a different podcast, which released the same day today. So that guest's been moved because I don't want to be a fucking stinking little press boy. Oh, you promoting? So come on now. Oh, I'm an urchin. I'm Barnacle Boy. Let me just I'll piggyback off your success. Because I fucking hate it. I hate myself. I hate press culture. Oh, just the fucking worst. This is where I do an ad as well. Ah, oh, it's an advert. Hello. Buy um, uh, a razor blade for your underwear. Use my code, dickhead fuck twat. And you get 20% off and you're not going to do it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Fucking donate a quid to the Patreon if you can be asked. Um, or don't. Can you tell I just can't be asked? If I die, don't listen to this episode. This will be the one where you go, Oh, I heard it. Oh, I felt like it was coming. Fuck it off. Listen to one of the ones where I'm all funny. Like in the episode. In the episode, I'm very funny. My guest this week is Toby Duncan. Toby Duncan is the singer of Trash Boat, who are a UK band. Uh, I don't even know what genre they are really. It used to be pop punk. Now it's a you know maybe it's just rock. Um, they've got a new album coming out. Don't you feel amazing? Uh, we talked before we knew the name of the album. This was a while ago. What did we talk about? Toby's a out bisexual man, so we get, I guess pretty sexy. I'll be honest with you. We talk about quite a lot about sex. Sex between boys. I mean, men. Jesus Christ, that sounded bad, didn't it? Fucking hell. Probably edit that out. Nah, leave it in. Um, yeah, talk about that. Talk about what it was like for him coming out. Talk about... Uh, fucking... He's, he had a painkiller addiction. That's pretty nasty. He's had a, which came from like an accident, as they most often do. Had a knee injury led to a painkiller addiction. Pretty, pretty gnarly story. That sounds like it's all just sexy or sad, but there was everything in between as well. Toby Duncan on the Downbeat Podcast. Mate, I'm having the worst technology three days, and then you just you just laid this zoom on me. Your zoom camera looks like a fucking Game Boy as well. I, I thought were you big on the zoom? It's a work laptop, mate. I, I can't be held accountable for the technology that, that that I am bequeathed by my job. You got you got a nice little. Uh Nice little Dyson fucking fan behind you there. I would truly love to flex and say that I purchased this Dyson fan, but it was here when I moved in. Great perk. Great perk, right? We just moved into a flat and it had a Dyson. It's it's not really a flat. It's like, it's a temporary place because I'm buying uh, a house with my brother. Well, that's the plan anyway. Like The plan is that me and my brother are going on a house together in London. Um, and in the interim... Fucking hell, Trash Boat's doing well. Yeah, it's my brother that's doing better. <laughs> He's the main reason. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got a little bit of cash saved up and it's either get like a 
a below average place on my own or pool in with my brother and and live together with him in a nicer place like in more sort of central london and that seemed like a no-brainer to me but um this where in london i'm coming to party he uh he works in he wants it to be in like southwark so like brixton area ish if we can afford it obviously like i would rather live a little bit further out and have a nicer place for less money but it's not up to me is it yeah, <laughs> it's up to both of us there's so much cool shit around there that'd be fucking sick it will be cool um if we can get it sorted out i mean like it was originally supposed to happen uh around october november i, do, I don't know whether we're going to be able to sort something out it's all kind of covid dependent and money dependent um but unfortunately this place uh, as nice as it is because it's not really like it's, it's like a friend of the family who has a property that they lease so i get like a good deal on it and it comes with a dyson fan so i psh, immediately moved in immediate cop immediate cop. room but unfortunately um they've asked they've basically asked me to move out like may june ish because they're like we need the place for someone else and i was like oh can i just stay until october november is that because I'm, I'm paying rent like it's, it's my it's my place technically but at the same time because they're friends of the family and that when they're like look we need this place for bigger things it's hard for me to be like no <laughs> They've asked me to you. be out by a certain time, so I'm trying to be courteous and nice. So there's just this big four-month gap between now and October, November, where I don't really know what I'm going to do. But mate, mate, we've had that for a year. Don't worry. Yeah. Another little bit, another little bit extra. What's um, what's what's work then? Because you said you've been at work. I did, but I got a full-time job around about... It was it was a few months after COVID started properly, like when we realised that music wasn't going to happen for a, for a hot minute. Um, my parents... Like I, I lived... I was a late bloomer in the independence side. Like I didn't move out of my parents' house until I was 27. Um, oh, mate, I kept moving back. Yeah. <laughs> I kept moving out and been like, I, I, I sort of can't afford can't afford a life right now can i come back for a bit that the thing is that's the nuclear option for this four month question mark because they've gone and moved up to hereford which is pff, out in the sticks like retirement where you go to die sort of area and tolkien tolkien was from hereford i think was, was he? he yeah i think so oh, if you want a little bit of fucking i'm gonna i'm gonna drop a google on that right now just to jamie make sure. young jamie pull it up Jamie, pull that shit up. Um, yeah, so like I could move back in with them for a few months. I wouldn't have to pay rent. I could save a bunch of money. Um, but yeah, basically they moved to Hereford and it was crunch time. It was either go with them to Hereford or find a place. And in order to find a place and pay rent, I needed a job because Trash Boat wasn't touring, wasn't making any money. We were writing a record. You know, we were uh, had big expenses coming up. You know, we couldn't dip into the to the funds to kind of keep ourselves going properly without jobs because we needed you know money for other things and yeah i had to get a job so i'm now a technical support analyst for a recruitment software called bullhorn it's incredibly interesting but not really um 
but actually I've what been, sort of technical support so like there's it's this software that recruiters use so if you're a recruiter and you're looking to get all your clients jobs then this software has all of your candidates all of your contacts for different companies uh like vacancy records and stuff and it's just like software that helps you move your candidates through the hiring workflow process and helps them find jobs and just it looks pretty and it's got different colors and that and if it breaks or if it doesn't work properly and you don't understand how to use it you call someone i answer the phone i go hello good morning you're through to bullhorn support you're through to toby is that the voice <laughs> well i mean do you put a, do you put a voice on i i put a more formal voice give me on. the fucking it, give me the voice i go like hit me with that fucking juice good afternoon you're through to bullhorn support you're speaking to toby can i get your first and last name please Oh my god! I feel like I'm on technical support. I know, right? You had like you got like a just slightly more dulcet tone. Yeah, hello there. Yeah, yeah. Hello there. Hello. Welcome to your shit's fucked up, and I can help you not fuck it up. That is well, the thing is, it's not even your shit's fucked up. Like most of it is people just being like, "Why doesn't this do this?" And it's like because that's not the way the software is designed. It's Wait, like, mate. I don't know if how old are you? Twenty eight. Right, I don't know if it's I'm getting old. I don't know if it's my brain has died. I don't know if it's it's a general just thing. Everything I own breaks, <laughs> and then I can't fix it. And it's not it's I have to be the person that phones fucking technical support. In the last three days, I have had a Wi-Fi printer which was supposed to be it's so easy. Oh god, plug no. and plug and play. It took me a fucking hour and a half to get it to sync up for my fucking mesh Wi-Fi or whatever that bollocks is that I had to sort out. Then I bought a new fucking MacBook. Doesn't work because it's M1 and all the shit doesn't work. And I'm trying to scrambling around trying to get it to work for this. And then I bought a coffee machine and it turned up dead on arrival. And I had to phone technical. I, I had to phone technical support and they were all like. Honestly, turn it on, turn it off again, blah, 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 do this, do that. I was there for fucking ages. I'd already Googled all this, tried it all, and then they go, yeah, it's broken. I have to send you a new one. Oh, it's a long weekend, so uh, send us yours back on Tuesday, and you can have a new coffee machine after that. Right. Imagine working for tech support for a coffee machine. That I feel like that should actually be quite chill, because there's only a certain guy amount of things that can go wrong. The guy pissed me the fuck off. Um, I don't know what what the deal was. It was, you know, in the office, in the UK office, if you're a school on the UK office, there's I, a I, bit... I prefer the UK office to the UF. There's a bit, like, where the IT support guy comes in and he's like, they're like, oh, yeah, we went uh, go-karting at the weekend. And he's like, oh, yeah, down supercarts. Yeah, I was, bo- I was bombing it around this one time and this idiot left a ramp out. Anyway, that was the fucking guy, I swear to God. He gave me his name. It was like, yeah, it's Mark... And no, he was like, yeah, please email support at fucking whatever. Support at coffee machine, you've got no fucking business owning dot com. Uh, and I was like, okay, then, uh, what's your name? And he was like, yeah, it's Martin. And I said, all right, then, Martin, uh, I'll email you support at anywhere. Oh, no, no, my name's not in the email address. And I went. Classic, innit? They don't want you coming to someone specific. Uh, no, but. He said, this is the email, support at whatever.com. And I said, okay, what's your name? Martin. Okay, Martin, I'll email you at support. And it, no, no, it's not Martin. And I went, are you aware of how a sentence works? <laughs> yeah, it didn't really go down very well. That's probably why. He probably broke it fucking via Bluetooth. Yeah, pe- people want 
their own personal analysts for their problems and they don't like the fact that it kind of goes into a pool and then it just gets assigned to like a random person there's a bunch of people who like ask for me specifically by name because they don't want to have to explain like their process to new people which i get but at the same time it's like dude just do the thing just go by the process man i I, I can't it's a weird world i mean fair play to you because i would fucking absolutely be dead at my desk well, I cannot deal with human beings. Especially, yeah. I mean, you must get Karens. Oh, yeah, it's 100%. But the thing is, like, my... I don't really take it that personally. Like, I'm I'm quite good with difficult customers because at the end of the day, if you know the software well enough and you know what it can and can't do and you've got someone... Like, the biggest Karens that you get are people that call in and they'll be like, oh, you know, we had this old system and it worked like this, but like, when well, now that I'm using this new system, like, why doesn't it work like this? It's like, it doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. Like, you have to just go by how it works. And they're like, oh, and they'll, they'll just kick off. But I'm, I'm just like, it's, it is what it is. Like, I don't really, like, the, the worst one that I had was a guy and he called in and immediately like i you know i did the voice i was like first and last name please all that kind of stuff and he was just like right mate i need to be put through to you know top tier whoever owns the company put me through because i'm absolutely fuming i was like all right mate like what's what's going on and he was like i've been sent this email yeah totally and he's like i've been sent this email i've no idea who generated this email um you know there's there's information on it that could compromise my business like i didn't ask for this email i didn't ask for this information like who's generated this email where's it coming from and i was like okay give me the give me the ticket number let's go and i look at the email and this he's uh, been a request has been generated for two bits of information that are just ancillary it's like the number for the server that he's on and the token for his corporation which is just back-end information that means nothing and he was like where's this information come from and it's like well it looks like you've requested this information he's like no no i haven't requested this i haven't requested this i'm I'm being hacked i've got my lawyer on the phone i'm filing an sla complaint and he's like being hacked oh god it was just such bollocks he was talking as if like his dad was stood in the corner of the room and was like grading him on his ability to kick off at support and get something in return he was like i'm going to prove to my dad how good i am at like kicking off when something's gone wrong and i was just telling him like mate i understand that this ticket has been generated accidentally and sent to you accidentally it should have gone to someone else i understand that that's you know not really on and we'll address that but i need to just make you understand that this information that you've been sent it's not compromising information it's basically just a funny version of of the name of your corporation, like where it is. Nothing can be done with this info. And he wouldn't have it. He was just absolutely kicking off. He was chatting to his lawyer. He was throwing all these acronyms at me about how he's going to report me and the other analysts and the company and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, mate, you are trying so hard. You are trying so hard and I don't even know what you're trying to get. Like, I'm, I've told you this. This is just nothing information. And the whole time on the phone, I was just cucumber cool because I didn't really care. And at one point... He was like, I feel like you're not taking this seriously, mate. I feel like you're not, like, you, you know, you're not rising to my energy levels. And I feel like you're not taking this seriously. I want to he speak to someone else. He said that. You're not rising to my energy levels. He didn't say that verbatim, but that is exactly what he was saying. He said, I feel like you're not taking this seriously. And he referenced my tone of voice because I was just explaining things to him in a very calm way because what he was getting, what he was kicking off about was not an issue. And it, it was just so draining but at the end of the day i was just like mate this information is nothing you have no reason to be upset you don't need to call your lawyer you don't need to get daddy's money involved it's not a big issue 
and he just wouldn't accept that it wasn't a big issue and i ended up having to escalate it to a manager they said the same thing they spoke to our legal department they were like there's no issue here and it was would you be in trouble if you did if you did a silly voice (laughs) does anyone does anyone watch it yeah like listen to you yeah it's random so they they quality assess (sighs) random calls what about like just like just turning it on a little bit like hi there Hi there, you threw the Toby. Just like a, would they, would that fuck up or what? I'd, I'd probably lose a few points on my, on my quality. It wouldn't be a big deal. I got, I lost 10 points on a call. It's out of a hundred and I lost 10 points on a call once for saying oof. Someone was like, oh, I have this problem. And I just went oof. <laughs> and you, what? Someone listens and then you get less points. Yeah, this is like was, a Black Mirror episode. It was an out of policy comment. Like, instead of responding by re- when someone says they have an issue. I'm, I would much prefer that. I'd yeah. much prefer the guy, you ro- you rose to my energy levels, my friend. Totally. <laughs> I'm in the shit and you've said oof. When someone gives you a, uh, a query, you have to reiterate the query. So someone said, and it's so it's so annoying. Like this is one of my least favorite things about it. I, don't get me wrong, I love this job. I love the people. It's actually one of my it's my favorite job that I've ever had. Like the the system, yeah, yeah. The system is really transparent. Like there's there's not a lot of that like insipid corporate love bullshit. I really like all of my seniors. I like the way it's structured. I I actually don't mind the work, even though it can be annoying at sometimes. Like I really do like this place, and I'm I'm gearing up for a promotion in the next month as well, which is awesome awesome um you do play in a band right we'll talk I about know. that in a minute we'll I talk know. about that in a minute because at the moment i'm fucking interviewing uh te- tech support tech support but no the thing is that that's one of the reasons why i like this place so much as well is that i've discussed the band element with them i've been like this is my situation can we make this work and they've said yeah we can make it work yeah because they're laughing like that's never gonna happen <laughs> that's never coming back gigs aren't coming back mate you you or my wife now yeah totally um but yeah, like they're, they're, they're willing to make it work. Right, let's talk about your band then. You do a band. What band? Which one? What, what, you got another one? You got two? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, no, right. Trash Boat. The one. Worst name ever, good, but best name ever. I like the name. I was just about to say it's a good name. I, I actually like how terrible it is because... I don't think it's that terrible. I think it's better than like... As her lion roars. You know what I mean? Like a fucking <laughs> yeah. bullshit... Metalcore names. <laughs> totally. No, I, I do get that. It does have a cool little story behind it. Go and on. Go on. Come on. What's the regular Give me the story? It's, it's the regular show episode. Any anyone that watches regular show will just already know. But it's like regular show is a cartoon that it's like a kid's cartoon, but it's written by stoners. So it has a bunch of just like Oh, I know the one. Yeah, it's just it's full of stone. trippy, trippy shit. Totally. Yeah, it's it's stoner jokes hidden in a cartoon network vibe that's like PG friendly. And there's an episode where one of the characters is watching uh, his, like, favourite rock star on TV and the guy's being interviewed and he's like, how did you become so famous? And the guy's like, oh, you know, I just I just changed my name to the first two things that I thought of, the and urge. And before you know it, I was just the biggest rock star in the world. And then he's watching the TV and he looks around the room and he sees a trash can and a picture of a boat. And he changes his name to Trash Boat and he becomes the most famous rock star in the world and all the other famous rock stars come back in time to try and kill him. And you, no one else had stole it? No one and else had stole it. That's we, fucking we're the first sick. Trash Boat. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool. So if I Google Trash Boat, what comes up? What comes up first? The band or... Are you more famous than the cartoon? Let me do it, Jamie. Pull that fucking shit up. I don't think we will be more famous than the cartoon, but I think we'll come up more in Google. Who's first? Who's first? Trash Boat tickets... 
boy. Trash oh, boat, oh, was that uh, was that was that a little accidental plug right there? Trash boat, trash boat tickets on sale as of today for the headline tour. That's definitely going to happen and not get rescheduled. On sale today. On sale today, this morning. Why? Why was this not liaised prior? I mean, I know I'm not really press, but you know, we could have really. I released an episode today. It could have easily been your episode. Just done. <laughs> Could have just done this a bit earlier. Instead, this will be out in two weeks. So hopefully there's still tickets left. Yeah, I mean, there most likely will be. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's what we're here for. No, you're the, you're the most famous. You're actually famous, famous, famous. Trash Boat, you know, Wikipedia's you. Even the first four videos is you. Um, Classic, mate. Classic. We're overtaken. Nice. Um, and we met each other on the While She Sleeps while she's what an interesting lineup, but it was sick, wasn't it? Yeah, it while was. she sleeps, stray. You guys, was that it? Us and then landmarks, land, that, like French metal band, land Levendbrooks, Levendbrooks. They had the old V for the V for the A. That was good. That was a good band as well. That was a good tour. Yeah, that was you a really really solid lineup. Fucking, you did it in a fucking van though, didn't you? We did. So do you it in missed a van. all the fun. Yeah, we we do we do everything in a van. We're very much. Uh, you know, keep costs at an absolute minimum type band. Mate, I just remember Skaters Palace, Munster. I, I swear a load... Of, you you guys stayed there and I'm sure loads of you were sick like just from drinking too much. Someone was definitely sick in the toilet. You know um, the place? Uh, Skaters Palace. Upstairs, you guys were sleeping upstairs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where? Near the end of the tour, I think. Maybe even the last date. It was it was up there and it was yeah it was like that place with like the massive skate ramp in it I remember that show yeah um, I'm I sure someone was sick oh probably like our boys are hit and miss but like they'll pick some nights to get truly fucked up and because I would just come in and hang out with you guys because you had the you know a bit of a southern accent was not I think I came straight from a US tour into that as well and I was like oh southern <laughs> accents love it let's fucking let's go was it was it yeah no it was Skaters Palace like that little hostel bit and you, like the sleeps guys were in the bus parked up outside and I I remember yeah that was that was that was a long one that was one of the biggest nights of the tour in terms of the sesh yeah I remember everyone was fucking losing it I think we. I think now nah, we had two days off before it. That's what happened, or two days off after it. Remember, and the buses were just parked there, and everyone was just fucking hanging around. And yeah. we had to come in and use the toilets, but you guys were living in there, it's like some some trash boat fucking hostel. It was, and it was strong vibes. I'm sure. I just remember fucking. I remember seeing Ryan and Dan, and they were just fucking out of their minds. Yep, classic. Like almost unable to talk it was fantastic <laughs> it was really there's nothing quite like a southern english person just fucking out of their brains yeah 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 100% are oh, we like we we do pick him and we do have some great nights i mean like i love touring in europe like the hospitality is so good and like the places to stay are often so good and like the riders the food it's all great i just wish that they didn't hate us because we have singing you know Do what they I mean? Like, you? I mean, it's a weird tour for you to be on. Yeah, totally weird. Like, it, it was great. Don't get me wrong, but we were definitely like the pussy band on that tour. Like all of the all of the people like who wanted beatdowns and like Europeans have that weird way of coming up to you and just being like, "Oh, hey man, you know, like, it uh, it it was 
shit at first, but, <laughs> I, but I, then I, one song I like. One song I like a lot, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, cheers, man, appreciate it. Yeah, your first album, the year I want to stay. I think uh, was not good, but second album was, you know, a bit better. Still <laughs> not good. I still don't <laughs> like it, but better. Keep it up, and it like okay. Thanks, bro. Thanks for the fucking unsolicited pep talk. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I mean, I, um, I, I, I love Europe, and I, I wish we popped a little bit more there. But, I mean, we did really well on our headline tour. Like, was the, I mean, that, what, before it or after it? Uh, after. This was, like, the last... So, like, just before we went on the Broco tour in the US, which was so good, um, we did, like, a little headline tour before that, which did a bunch of um, Europe dates, and, like, loads of them sold out. It was really, really cool. We weren't expecting it, but... Um, yeah, this is yeah th- you wouldn't have been that high up on a while she sleeps tour unless you had the ticket sales it's just true. an interesting interesting billing true 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 but it was it was cool i thought that was like in terms of vibe and getting on with people like there were no egos on that tour it was wicked like everyone got along really well the sleeps guys are so cool they're so welcoming um and all the crew oh as, yeah as well. so sick yeah, yeah yeah like just good vibes all around absolutely love it Everyone striking their drum kits when possible. Fucking, that's when you know a headline band's fucking sick as fuck. <laughs> I mean, they didn't do it every night, but most nights. And if I said, "Oi, Sav, come on," he'd go, "Yeah, fucking sick." He might have even done it every night. I can't remember. Maybe I think on our last headline tour, I did it every night. Except I was like, "Boys, do me a favour. Can I just have it at London? Because I've got all my friends and family there, and the sh- the stage is massive." Can I just do it once? Just not pack my stuff down. It totally depends on the venue like, size. Yeah, sick. yeah, like we uh, we have had it a couple times. Like back when we were baby band and we were on our first tours and we were getting like supports as favors and that. There were a couple of shows. There was one in Scotland that I remember. It was so rough um, where the band didn't strike their drums, and I had like this two foot by two foot square at the front of the stage america all of america and where I, in scotland was it uh, i don't remember it was like a pretty high up stage and like the ven uh, the green room was like to the right of the stage and you go outside a little bit and there's like a little kind of smoking area courtyard bit and it's like the load in is down like an alleyway with a slope and it's up like that cobblestone hill i mean i think that's the garage but the backstage is to the left is in the edinburgh Oh, Edinburgh. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Knows then. Fuck knows. Somewhere posh. That's posh Scotland. Yeah, like you go up that cobblestone hill and then there's like, like a... Most load. of Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, something... It's got a number. Studio 60 fucking bullshit or It something. might be. It might be. Know. But yeah, I, I, I couldn't move for the whole set and I kind of... I said something and the, the guys were like, don't say that because I was on stage and I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd like to put in a bit more effort but I'm kind of restricted. I can't really move or I'll fall off the stage. And they were like, shh. Don't say. Don't Who say. was the headliner? Go on. Oh no, no, no! I'm not going. Come be, on! No, I'm not come doing, on! No way! No come way. on! I will end this fucking call right now. That, like, you've, the, been, you've been nice. Just tell me. No, who you know what? Uh, uh, like, come on! That tour. Not only. I'm the one that's going to be throwing them under the bus. You don't just do it. Who is it? It was no, no. I'll explain first of all. These guys are like good friends of ours, and they also gave us like our first ever US tour. And we love them to pieces. Oh, so it is there's, broke, there's no hate. It's not broken. It's newfound glory. And it was one night. This is one night where it was a thing. So one night out of like sixty shows, and this was before the Why US did they tour pick that we the did. Small stage night. I don't know. It was this, this, so we did like three nights with them in the UK. 
ages ago back when we were like first starting out and then further to that we did like a full us tour and there was like one show in the uk things where i had like no room on the set and i was like oh man but you're not gonna like ask newfound glory to strike their drums are you like Pff. um no the drummer's fine isn't he yeah sorry good guy he's he's right he's not the one they fucking kicked out for the old no no he was he was he was long gone thank god okay right um so if anyone doesn't know they do know you're the fucking singer you do the singing I do. The real life singing. Real life. 100%. Before we go into the... Uh, ah, fuck it. It's going to the obvious. What's your single about, mate? Well... Because, right, let me let me tell you what... It's... Okay, you know, what, what do you think it's about? That, that, that's actually... I'm, I'm curious. Um, it's called He's So Good. It is called He's So Good, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean guess it's about a guy sure it is about a guy i guess it's about a guy and another guy to an extent yeah so like it's it's a concept song a lot of a lot of the questions that i've been getting because like the whole theme behind it is like a heavily oppressed lgbt person that is fighting against all of the injustices and prejudices from family and friends and blah 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 and loads of people have been like oh my god like have you suffered uh this same thing it's like no i haven't i have had the most privileged sheltered wonderful upbringing my parents are awesome my family's awesome there's so much gay in my family there's like, literally so much gay in my family my brother is like fully fully gay uh my cousin's gay my uncle is gay i'm bi it's just if there's a gene it's somewhere in my family how interesting is that it's mental, i know it? someone else who is gay and their brother is no their cousin's gay right not even like did you say your uncle's gay yep my uncle's gay like how weird like it, it, i mean not i'm not saying oh gay that's weird no, it is, <laughs> i'm it, saying it, like it's weird how like it it seems genetic it could be i mean like i'm a firm believer that it's not one way or the other like i truly believe a spectrum is the best way to to see it and like you know a lot of people might be like no man i'm totally straight or i'm totally gay it's like okay like yeah fair enough i'm not gonna i'm not i gonna... think those people are lying i think just I think anyone that says they're totally straight yeah it, uh, it depends on what you're fucking what your what makes not straight do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, look, it's like from Superbad, isn't it? Like, when Seth is like, you've just seen a vagina on its own. Not for no, me. No, <laughs> not for me. It's like, you, when, when people watch porn, they want to see the, the, the dick and the vagina. Like, you know, it's it, there's no such thing as, like, totally, totally straight. Even if it's, like, to a tiny degree, I believe it does exist on a spectrum. And I also believe that people don't have to sit in one spot on that spectrum. Like, I reserve my right to move wherever I want whenever i want be attracted to whoever i want and whatever gender presentation or whatever like whatever like why like bisexual is limiting and it, it's an easy way to explain it to people without having to have an hour conversation about the kind of stuff that i find attractive so it's easy to just say yeah i'm bi because i'm attracted to like both men and women but at the same time it's like i don't know i don't know and i don't really want to pin it down like why bother so does that mean you're technically pan sure like I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I like. There's no point in putting a label on it, in my opinion. There are people that I have seen that I've been attracted to and that I've gelled with, and I would be interested in pu pursuing some sort of romantic or 
intimate engagement and there are people that I'm not attracted to. And so far, the people that I've been attracted to have crossed a wide variety of this spectrum. And yeah, sure, you could call it pan, you could call it bi, but it might change. Like it, and it might, I might end up marrying a woman and having kids and never being with a man ever again. I might end up just getting a husband. Like, I don't know. And I don't really care. And this is the thing. This is kind of like part of the point of the song is that I don't believe there should even be a discussion about this beyond just like, okay, we'll hang up. I'm joking. I'm no, joking. The, 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 I agree. I agree thing, fully like, with you. The only time a conversation about this is going to come up beyond like mates talking about their interest, the only time the conversation is going to come up is if someone disagrees. So it's going to be someone that's like, well, I don't think you should be bi or you could be bi or I think, you know, all this gender identity Isn't politics. Isn't that stuff. insane? Yeah. That it, people actually do that and like fucking, they are so staunchly like on the internet all day, like. Boom. Yeah. You can't be like that. It's, it's disgusting. It's against God. And then on the flip side, the latest one is everyone like fucking, you'll always be a man or you'll always be a woman. There's not a trans single people. person that could sit in front of me and give me a reason as to why they believe that being gay is like objectively or morally wrong. Like, oh, Jesus or... Oh, we, I'm we, way more likely to do gay shit if you tell me that. Totally. Like, oh, it's really, it's against God. It's against give me God the dicks. or, you know, we, give need, me to, those we need to dicks. continue the family bloodline. Like, you know, how could you do this? You know, the, 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 the you're my only son. All this bullshit. It's just a projection of insecurity and it, it there's like i'm so confident in my ability to just like brush this kind of thing off because of the upbringing that i've had that i believe that that conversation shouldn't even exist i don't i don't, I don't think you should validate the conversation because it's just bullshit and so the song's like a what if my parents weren't so kind of like it was inspired by this guy that i met on a tour uh who you know he grew up like we gelled and i like you know i love this guy a lot um, I have a lot of respect for him and he grew up in like rural you're not allowed to be gay Florida and Ooh. you know like had girls which is surprising given the shirts that Floridians wear yeah right and uh, you know he had girlfriends all throughout high school and he he couldn't tell anyone and he couldn't like reciprocate these girls feelings he couldn't tell his family he couldn't be who he was and he was just telling me all this stuff because we like bonded over over the course of a week, like really heavily. We had those kind of chats uh, where you just talk for like five hours a night and you just cut through all the pretense and you just like properly get to know each other. And it was sick. And I just imagine, and he was like, I didn't have my first kiss until I was 27, like with a man. Um, and I was just imagining the type of parents that would engender that kind of vibe to, to bring up a child that they're supposed to be supporting and allowing to be just comfortable and whoever they want like my parents did there was no conversation around it when i was growing up like so what happened give me give me set the scene was there ever like a hey this is it was a by the way like i was coming back from a hospital appointment with my mum. she'd driven me to the hospital and we were just talking and i was like by the way i'm by and she was like okay cool that was it that's how it should be i i honestly think i except um, i mean i honestly think the more i think it's annoying because it's like hot topics, all this shit, mm. right? It's headlines, fucking clickbait or whatever. But the more we like normalize it, which it is fucking normal, but y you think it's normal because we're around in an echo chamber. But as you just said about the like hardcore 
sections where it's not okay. I think like the Lil Nas X song. Fucking the great fucking, video, Ah, oh, it's unbelievable. So but like the him doing that is so important for people that are like maybe in those kind of communities where it's you're going to go to hell. Yeah. And then totally. they go, wait, okay, so that's actually how I feel as well. And this guy's doing it. That's fucking sick. But it's the same kind of thing. So like that Lil Nas X song is like a lightning rod that's just in your face, I am gay, fucking deal with it type of thing. And to a lesser degree, that's kind of what he's so good is. It's like, it, I just want it to be a song that people can listen to and f know that it's written with them in mind so they can like feel heard and have a, a, a song that they can fucking bop to that they just know is 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 for them and the, the their behavior and their desires it's just it's all normal and it, it doesn't doesn't need like i think the idea of coming out is ridiculous because like straight people don't have to come out you you've like i don't know how straight you are but you've never had to like <laughs> well, you've never had to declare your straightness so that people can categorize you because it and like your romantic interests are your own personal thing and that's fine it's not like you want to hide it but it's just not something you've ever felt the necessity to bring up or talk about because you don't need to but lgbt people have to like expose themselves and make this big bold statement and be like i am gay and i am proud and it's like that is an intimate private thing that no one should have to say so that someone else and the, this other like other person who doesn't give a fuck about you or want to give a fuck about you or want to understand you so they can categorize you it's like to make someone else feel better it's like they, people shouldn't have to do it like i have a fundamental issue with the idea of coming out in general i understand that it's like it's reactionary and people do it because it's like this brave statement against your oppressors i get that it's like necessary at the time but i believe at a fundamental level that it shouldn't be a thing because it's fucking bollocks like no one should have to reveal something so intimate and personal about themselves to make someone else feel better so how do we fix that though because you're always going to have the people that think their parents are not going to be supportive that's the million dollar question isn't it i mean i have that Privilege. It's a hypothetical. I don't. This isn't tech support for gayness. No, no, no. I mean, the thing is, I, I, like, is gayness it, okay? Can I say that? I, I don't fucking, care. I make gay jokes all the time. Like, I mean, that wasn't. I was just meant because we're literally talking about being gay, and it's like tech support. I was like, I asked you, how do we fix this? How do we fix, how do we fix this? it? Uh, like, I mean, look, I, I can't speak for every gay person, and like, if I used like a a, a word. To Don't describe gayness, yeah, I won't do it. But if I use the word to describe gayness in like as banter with my mates, me as an LGBT person, I don't care. There's going to be someone out there that has suffered at the hands of these words that is going to not find it funny, and they're going to be like, that actually triggers me in a big way, and it's not going to be funny for them, and that's okay. And I'd be like, right, well, I'm obviously not going to use that word around you, and I'm sorry, but I don't believe that like any word is just uh, like objectively wrong to use like if i want to describe myself in a certain way and make it funny for a bit of banter and not use the term homosexual or gay if i want to say like yeah i'm this or i'm that just like if i want to say like oh but yeah i'm bent like, i'm a little bit bent it's like i find that funny some people aren't going to find that funny because they're going to be bullied and that's okay but like for me personally and for my people that i feel comfortable around i will use that language to describe myself because i think i remember you using it on tour and i just went you can't ah, it was at fucking munich it and i went was. and i said mate you can't say that 
And then you told me you were bisexual, and I was like, oh, I guess you can. <laughs> well, it's like, I remember it's like, so fucking vividly. vividly. It, it, it's a person-by-person basis. Like, if I it was in a room with... I heard you fucking say it. I went, oi, mate, you can't say that. And you're like, oh, well, actually, well, actually, you know, and you pop your fucking card out. I was actually, like, oh. I fucking love okay. penis. It's one of my favourite things. <laughs> um, and if, if I was in a room full of people who I respected and I knew their intentions and they started throwing around, like, slurs in a in a kind of jokey way it wouldn't bother me i'm not saying that that makes it objectively okay and that everyone can just go throwing around like those kinds of slurs but me personally i i don't know i i'm just would, i'm just generally all right with it i feel like it would it would bother me more than it would bother you <laughs> god just i'll just think about it, who the people that it would bother well how do we fucking fix it then I, like, back I, onto the you, you made yeah, the subject I, I, I have no idea like i have this privileged mindset because of my upbringing that i don't see it as an issue and because i never saw it as an issue i have this degree of confidence about me where i can see any kind of oppression or any kind of like if someone came up to me in the street and tried to make fun of me for being gay there's just this block in my brain where it's like i don't care because i don't respect Mm. what you're saying because at, at, at the end of the day you're just this petulant child that's trying to get to me and you're failing to get to me and that's the mindset that i feel like every human being needs to be blessed with a lot of people can't be blessed with that because of the way that they've been brought up and the people that they've been around. But the way to fix it is to engender that confidence in people and make it so that these kinds of like flippant comments aren't going to do anything, aren't going to affect them in a, in, in a way that like affects their day-to-day life. I don't know how to fix hate crimes and people getting beaten up for being gay. I have no idea. But I, I like I'm hoping and like with songs like he's so good I just want to normalize it I want to put out yeah, content getting at. and I want people to like just see it as like oh punk bands can have these types of songs where we talk about the issues around being LGBT and like fighting back against your oppressor like if your dad is making you feel like you're less of a human or if your family or whoever because of your uh, you know romantic involvements then he's a dickhead He's a dad. I know he's your dad, and there's you a certain. You do say the dickhead. You do say dickhead in the song, don't you? I do. You get what you fucking deserve, <laughs> dickhead. Like it, I've, I've just got no respect for for anyone that that kind of goes down that road. And one of the lyrics is, "Hitherto, if it's true that we choose, what's it got to do with you?" Because that's another one. It's like, oh, it's a choice. It's a choice. You're choosing this, and you, you could choose the other way. It's like, all right, well, if it's a choice, if it's a choice, then what the fuck's it got to do with you? It's a choice. Yeah, Let me choose. You can't be. But imagine actually thinking that that's so backwards mental it like it perplexes me and do you know what actually i've got you know i'm not fucking do you know what i don't i don't agree with right there's a lot of people and ah oh, fuck it it's, it's a real hot potato but there's a lot of people who re, who are just what i would consider quite normally open people and now they are adopting the q and the q Q, the Q in LGBT. Oh, right, right, right. Right. Quir. And, um, like a lot of just what I would consider straight people using it, and it's sort of like, I don't know. I honestly don't know because I can't really relate, but I feel like it's. What's the fucking word? It's like. Like they're just trying to get in on some of the clout. Yeah, and it's like almost silencing. The real Q movement, not QAnon, everyone. Q-anon. That's not what I'm talking about. But do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's actually what's happening. But what I was going to say about that, because 
I guess you could you could con- some people would consider me Q because like you know I dress like a woman sometimes and I fucking love it. Really? And uh, I love that about you. Do you not know this? Do you um, not know this? You, I, do you want to see a fucking photo? I'd love to see a photo. So you cross dress for right. fun. Alright, so I'm big this on is that. The thing. So this is this is like a kink thing, thing or just like a like No, a... I'm so annoyed it's not. Oh, okay, bother. so I love drag race. I think me I, and you talked about yeah, drag race. Drag race like a while like straight ago. Up, one of my favourite things. So basically on I always wanted to be like I always wanted to be like just actually put into full on fucking drag. Mm. So uh during lockdown just bored. My missus did it and uh, like she put me up in drag and I was like this is a fucking sick I actually look kind of cool I was going to say and you then, got a good bone structure for it thanks and then uh, so on Twitch I was doing a, I was like fuck it I'll do it as a sub goal and <laughs> if if we do this, if we do the sub goal if we get it then I will you know do full drag I love that and love that we did you. it fucking mental with like flattening down my eyebrows putting the real shit in let me try and find a photo like fake because the we hit the sub goal the uh the money there was quite a lot of money so i was like fuck it i'm gonna put it into this so i got like fake boobs i got the fake uh you got like hip pads and everything oh yeah i got the hip pads got a dress got everything i've got to find a photo I looked fucking sick. Anyway, so after then, I was like, okay, from now on, I'll do normal Twitch goals. And then if we hit the target over X amount, then I will do it in drag. What's your your drag name? Antifa. (laughs) Antifa. Wait, let me get this. Let me get get this. Wait till you fucking see this. That's so sick. I got a bit of glare typical. Oh my god, bro, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. That wig is fucking serving, my dude. Uh, uh, oh, wait, she absolutely fucking nailed it. Jesus. So, do you know what? I I know it was it, wait, it was crazy. And I, number one, I was annoyed because when we were doing it, I was like, ah, oh, I hope I get really into this. Because then it's like a new kink. Like I'm pretty fucking I'm pretty sexually open. And oh, yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm a kinky dude. I'm a bit of a fucking, you know, I'll, get a bit, I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit of a fucking, not as in like I've got skills, dog. as in like, an, no, like I'm fucking, I'm into sex magic, like actual magic with a K. Um, I, you're going to have to clarify, I don't know what that means. Like fucking spells and shit that you do when you're shagging. Spells? Yeah, what, like fucking man. Wingardium, Leviosa, make, make not me... Not fucking Harry Potter shit, that would make me a... <laughs> Uh, Give me a anyway, sex spell. I'm 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 invested. You like so? Now this is me coming out as a fucking madman. Right, I'll, sh- I'll share um, one. I'll make you feel. Well, there's no. It's like um. So, Alistair Crowley. It's. I'm go, I'm gonna go on a. I'll go. A very very blanket statement of like, there's something in sexual energy if you're completely 100% open with what you're doing and what you want to do, as, uh, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, sure. that in the moment of climax, there is an unspoken force and that you can manipulate, like, you're, you can will things into existence at that moment. What? What, what Honestly, have you willed I've got into fucking, existence? 
post yeah, not clarity. I can't, I can't tell you. Oh, when the, when the post not clarity kicks in, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm chained up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But anyway, so anyway, what? Where the, well, where the, the fuck the, was this, I going the, with this? This is another thing. Like, this is how fucking fragile, quote unquote, straight men are. And it, it, this is this has blown my mind ever since I discovered this when I was a Ute. And it is that you know, throughout all of my childhood and all of my teenage years, like you know, when you're fucking growing up in boys' locker room talking about sex and bits for the first time, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, make sure you got you got to find the G spot. You got to find the G spot. Otherwise, like, <laughs> the sex is going to be shit." It's like, oh, and there's, it's like finding the clit, finding the G spot. Like, you you need a map because it's like, fuck, I've got to find this before all my mates do, and I've got to make sure that all the sex that I do and all the fucking finger blasting is just the best thing ever. And we as men literally have one in our ass and straight guys can't get over the idea that you can enjoy having things put in your ass and not be interested in men and they're just like no exit only mate exit only mate and it's like fucking hell how fragile are you that you wouldn't take advantage of an actual g-spot if you're like totally fucked up and it's like well, i can barely get it up let alone come boom oh. anything up the bum Bam. It's wonderful. It's 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 literally the best thing ever. And the people that are kind of like, no, man, no, 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 oh, I'm not, I'm not like. Oh, that. it's mad. It's like you're you're just uh, you're like I just see you as someone that isn't living life to the fullest. You ain't gonna get that magic fucking spell. I'll tell you that for free. You ain't gonna get that magic spell. That's what I was fucking actually put me back on fucking track. So when I put, I made two TikToks as if. Do you not follow me on fucking? Do we not follow each other anyway? Brb, just gonna follow you um, on TikTok. Oh, no, not on t I put them on TikTok, but I put them on Instagram as well. But, so I did two of the transitions, the Bus It Challenge, like, as a guy, and then when I do the fucking drop, it's a girl. And then, what's the other one? Oh, the fucking, you know, when they tap the boom, dun -dun, dun -dun, boom, he, I'm pretty and he liked that. You know that one? That transition? Did that one as well. Are you unofficial rain lord? Yeah, that's me, unofficial, because someone else picked my fucking name. Nice, I've got you. Um... You can watch one now. You just I'm pop, literally going to on there. Which one? Is it first or second? It's either both of them. I'll meet as a woman. I want that real time reaction. You are fit. In it? I thought that. I'm doing it again Mate. tomorrow. Mate! How good is that? It is great. So, I. The this contouring is, is fantastic. Mate, it's all her. I don't do fucking any of that shit. She is fucking on it. Um, So. I actually had a little bit of like it made me a little bit sad. My friends who didn't understand, like I say friends, like maybe more like acquaintances, but like the amount of oh, so what? I don't know. There was half of the people were like genuinely just fucking idiots who have been watching the fucking news and they assume that. If a man dresses like a woman, he now wants to be a woman. Like the amount of, and it was like they were, they meant well, but it was like, hey, bro. Well, they didn't say bro, obviously, but uh, hey, 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 they um, just want to know what I call you now. And it's like, oh, man, I was just having a fucking laugh. And like media is uh, so on the fucking trans thing right now that oh, people it. that I think are just like normal humans are still like, oh, okay. So now there's, 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 there's now black, white, and grey. So, the, so there's gay, there's straight, and there's trans, and there's absolutely fucking well, no. There's, the there's is, man, woman, trans. People are desperate to categorise other people. 
Like, that is just the fact, like, no one can kind of just look at someone else and just be like, oh, they're just doing what they want to do. Like, because we as humans are, like, pattern recognition is our thing. That's how we've evolved. And when we see something that doesn't fit the pattern, we're like, fuck, I have to put a label on this. And some people want to put a label on themselves because they feel like they, it's like a point of pride for them. You know, they've been oppressed their whole lives and it's like, I need this label to feel like I belong. But other people are like, I have to put a label on this because I don't understand it. And I need to be able to put you in a box because if I... I can't put you in a box then it's confusing and it makes me angry and i don't like it and it's like <laughs> who gives a fucking shit there, there was there was fucking ang- there was there was acquaintances who were who meant well but in in meaning well and asking me how i identify after that was like they're really just so you're now assuming that every man in a dress wants to be a woman and in a way that actually fucking treads all over the trans struggle yeah. it's because it, it's people, they like, just want to understand they want to understand in a simpler way and it's just not that simple like and then i had people like oh bro this is disgusting i'm following it's like it is only disgusting it is only disgusting because you got a fucking little twinkle down there it, when you saw it, it. it is that it's is a the only reason it. like if they were like oh you know unfollowing me it's it's a projection of their own insecurities it's literally nothing Look, to do with the act it's such bollocks. if this makes me not straight i don't care I would fuck me in that dress. I'd fuck you. Dick in that or dress. no dick. dick. Well, there we go. Totally. Dick or fuck. Dick, dick or I'd fucking let you fuck no dick. Me in that dress. Let's really switch well, it. Up. Now, now we're fucking talking. Yeah. That's a real switch situation. Hundred percent. But uh, the, oh, fucking flirting. I'm gonna get in trouble now. Um, Only there wasn't a screen between us. Jesus. <laughs> the uh, the fucking. So I'm doing it again tomorrow. Nice. And tomorrow, wait, because I hit the sub goal and then I smashed the sub goal. So I was like, I've really, I'm. The investors have put money into this. Wait till you fucking see these boots. Wait till you fucking see them. You got, you got Stay kinky right six, in, six inch boot heels. Oh my god. Oh, Fuck yeah, now I'm ready. You are not ready. Ah, oh, the thigh highs. Thigh Talk high, to baby. me. Tell me. And you know what? And people are like, people. Some people think, oh, he's just, he's, oh, just doing it for money, or he's just doing it for Twitch. It's like, no, actually, I fucking well enjoy it. Unfortunately, it doesn't, doesn't turn me on. But B, people fucking love to see it. It's fucking, it is actually making me money. But as well as making me money, I fucking love doing it. I wish I were. If I were less of a pussy, I'd start an OnlyFans. I totally would. What? What? Just. For cash. Just jerking off and shit. Just yeah, Why just, don't you do just it? straight out of cash. Because I don't know. Why there's, don't you do it? there's there's just like I'm a I'm a pretty liberated person, and I'm like open with my sexuality and stuff like that. But there's there's just a, a roadblock in my head that makes me not do it. I can't explain it. And is I, it the band? Because I thought about doing it, but it was it's the band. I mean, yeah, I do have pretty recognisable tattoos, but like the thing is, it would be if I just started an OnlyFans, like with my face and everything, which is like this is my OnlyFans, this is my penis. It wouldn't be the end of the world. Like, it, it, no. it, people would probably just be like, "Hey, power to you!" Like, I could pro- I could spin it and just be like, "This is what I want to do. It's fine." Like, you have to pay and you have to be over eighteen anyway, and I'd probably make a decent handful of money and I'd probably have fun doing it. But there's just a part of me that's just like, yeah don't and i don't know why but see my missus does it and she makes fucking bank yep and i've always been tempted to just be like i could just be in this one yeah (laughs) but i don't want to like i don't know if something if if it was frowned upon or whatever that's probably it i wouldn't want the 
the other members of my band exactly. to suffer. Like if if it was just me, I don't I'd have fuck. done it. But like I, I exactly that's probably actually it. Like there's more than one person in Trash Boat, and if the band it, like, but it would it wouldn't end because like imagine getting cancelled for just having an OnlyFans, it just wouldn't happen. Oh, I don't think you get cancelled. I just I, I don't know. It's the unknown, isn't it? Yeah, it's the unknown. I, honestly, during COVID, before it was like before I made Twitch money, like. That's now like officially what gets me through the month, mm. money-wise. I thought about it because I was like, I could just eat a little bit less carbs, get the abs back, boom, dick out, 100%. easy money, passive income. But I, the other thing that I know, I know a lot of um, OnlyFans girls through obviously my missus' friends, like a shout out, like the makeup master. All of the girls um, I'm currently seeing have OnlyFans. <laughs> Yes, fight. Okay, so how sick is this? Like, they need to make content. This goes for boys and girls. But, like, so they're... It's like three or four times a week they are dressed up like you would only get on your fucking birthday. Yeah. Four times a week. It's the best thing on earth. And you know what else about it? It's kind of fucking hot. Super hot. That someone else is going to watch it does that make me a cut no, i don't give no, a it makes fuck you the bull. I, I don't actually care it makes you the bull because you get does to, it yeah is it the most alpha well no yes. you're, you're like you are cucking the people that are watching so it's like you get to to fuck the only fans star and other people I, I, watch you oh, and you get, i guess you guys could pay to watch yeah it's fucking sick. that's like so financial cucking that's like a different level of cucking oh, and that's that's my shit i never understood i'm a fucking that. I never i'm a fucking pay pig no i'm the opposite i'm the pay bull yeah you're, the, you're you are literally the bull <laughs> I'm the pay- I'd, I'd, I'd be the bull if i were ever in a in a cucky situation i would i would bull i mean i, I, I love kink. kink kink is like kink is a pretty like heavy aspect of my life like i i enjoy it obviously it's it's like relatively private and i'm not one of those guys that is gonna well, like, now well, this yeah. is on not notfest.com. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, mine's not now. I mean, mine never is anyway. I talk about it all the time. Yeah, like I, I love, I love. I don't know if I could ever go back to just like regular vanilla sex ever again. You know, like maybe, but not really. Uh, I just fucking. I feel like <laughs> I just like everything. Yeah, I'm just open to I'm open a, to any experience it, it, in life. I think I'm a a hedonist hedonist whatever that is just like give me all of the pleasure mainlined into my head i mean that is my personality oh it needs to go up my ass to do that fine that get it done that has fed into some of like the biggest problems that i've had in my life that kind of hidden and like the the song that i sent you that you haven't had the chance to listen to yet heroin nice save there classic um thank you because i didn't have time no but that's um that's literally what that song is about so and that and that's going to be when we put that it's not called heroin that's like a working title it's going to be called something else but is it about heroin it's not it's not well i mean it's just about like secretly i just want to do all of the fucking drugs i just want to crush up my prescription oxycontin pills and just be in a euphoric um opiate induced state and watch all the porn and have all the sex and just do fucking nothing and smoke weed and just shag and be a degenerate because that's secretly what i want to do obviously every day i have to stop myself from doing that like I oxy's a bad one though come on take that out of there ox oxy's are, dude, I, I, I had a like really really bad uh pain prescription painkiller problem for the and porn problem for the longest time 
um, like uh, associated with my knee. And oh, so you really meant everything you just said? Oh, I, I that totally was a meant everything. I, no, Sorry, totally meant everything I just said. Like, where, like when all my knee stuff started getting really bad, like I was about 18, 19, and at the time I'd had like five surgeries. I had an untreated staph infection. Uh, I'd woken up from surgery number five, I think, where the surgery, like my parents were next to my bed when I woke up in the hospital bed. They were in tears. I was like groggy. I was like, what the fuck? They were just both crying. Never seen my dad cry before. It was really weird, but they were both in tears. And the surgeon was like stood next to my bed with this clipboard and he was like, your knee is in a really, really bad way. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on. He was like, he showed me this kind of slideshow image on the clipboard of him just using these tweezers to pull out all of this rotting flesh <sighs> from the inside. Serious. Of my Fucking so hell. So like my cartilage was just coming off in chunks and like the articular surface of my bone, he was just pulling it off and he was just like, it was all just rotten. And that's why your knee's been so swollen and weird. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I, I had the staph. After the, after the uh, surgery, you got the infection. No, no, I, I got my, the staph infection I got on like the second surgery and it went untreated for like two years. And I had other surgeries to take out little pieces of torn cartilage. They thought it was just subsequent cartilage tears. That's what I thought it was. So I'd go in for like surgery three, surgery four, because my knee would be all swollen and shit. And they just take out like a little <sighs> piece of cartilage. You're lucky to have that fucking leg. I'm lucky to have that fucking leg. And at one point when I had this fifth surgery, he was just like, this has gone undetected and your knee is basically just utterly rotten and it'll never be the same ever again. It's only going to get worse from here. You're going to need a knee replacement at some point in the near future, which is really bad because of how young you are. And not only is it really bad, but the fact that you've had a staph infection at some point means that if you choose to get a knee replacement at any point, you the staph infection could just come back because they thrive on metal surfaces which is what knee replacement is and if that happens not only could you lose your leg but it could spread and it could kill you or it could, you could lose like more than your leg it could spread like up your hip and it could like that i literally had a call with my surgeon two weeks ago and he was like you need to face the reality that not only do you desperately need a knee replacement but whenever you choose to roll the dice on that surgery it could go horribly wrong so right, so they can't fucking they can't fix me in any way and my fuck? choice at the moment is either live in pain and just limp because like I, I limp everywhere I go. This got fucking serious really quick. I know. I was, I know. It's, I was talking about lovely cross-dressing. It, 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 it ties into what, to the point I was originally making there. Like my life at the moment, like I can't walk very far at all. I limp everywhere I go. I'm in pretty much constant moderate pain to severe pain, depending on how much walking I have to do. I can't put any weight on my bad leg. It's just this rotten, weak, horrible little stick that will give way occasionally and makes it really, really hard to do day-to-day -day stuff. And I need to roll that when it gets intolerable and I can't move, then I have to roll the dice and I have to take the knee replacement thing, which may end Why up in Why can't they get rid of the M MRSA? No. Or whatever it is, staff. Is it the same thing? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's staff, but like they, they can't guarantee anything. These are the calls that I've had. It's like, we can't guarantee anything here. Anything could happen. We have no idea what's going on, really. We have no idea whether we can fix it. All we know is that at some point... <sighs> that must be so frustrating. It is super annoying. And like at the time, when I, this all properly kicked off when I was about 19, it's about 10 years ago now, maybe about 20-ish, and they were just like, we can't do anything for you. You just basically have to live with it. And when it gets unbearable, let us know and we'll roll the dice. And what they could do was prescribe me painkillers. So I got an Oxycontin prescription. I got Tramadol prescription, uh, Diclofenic, which I stopped taking because it was fucking with my stomach. So they changed me to Naproxen, um, Diazepam, 
and I ended up taking beta blockers as well because I started getting really anxious about how many drugs I was taking. So they gave me more drugs to make me less anxious about how many drugs I was taking. Rare, rare by them. Fucking crazy, eh? Like I was a young kid and I was exploring sexually and I was absolutely dosed up on painkillers the whole time. And for those of you that know, being on opiates to such a heavy degree basically gives you erectile dysfunction. Like nothing was, it kind of worked, but not really. Um, and I had loads of like really embarrassing uh, situations at the time where I didn't understand that it was the painkillers at the time. I just thought that I couldn't do sex. You know what I mean? Oh, so shit, yeah. It was rough. And I ended up just leaning into porn, obviously, because I was a young kid and I, I needed that that release. So I ended up with a savage porn addiction and a savage opiate addiction that I had for like uh, the longest time. I've been... I've been completely. What counts as a porn addiction, though? Because I reckon I had a porn addiction when I was fucking seventeen. Well, this, this is the back and forth. Because, like, even when I kind of cut porn down to, like, let's say once a week or once a fortnight, it was still something that my life revolved around and that I was looking forward to. And I wasn't engaging with like real people. I was just waiting until I could allow myself to watch some porn. You know what I mean? So that's it's, it's still an addiction. And it's an interesting one though like the porn the porn uh the pros and the cons of porn right because actually right now i don't watch any porn i don't because as, as i just but i haven't stopped actively it's because my girlfriend's got an only fans and she's making porn four times a week so i'm in i'm in you know i'm inside I've, in, I'm in, in the, the matrix yeah. I'm in the fucking matrix so I haven't actually watched porn people, I think I watched porn like once in the last year yeah people can balance it but the point is I wasn't balancing it and the porn stuck around way longer than the painkillers so like I was I was dosed taking painkillers every day up until about like 23 and then the porn lingered until I was about like 25 26 and then for the last couple of years I've just been teetotal on everything and I'm but like do you not think porn is the devil but yeah, yeah, and this is the thing. I don't think I agree with the porn is the devil statement because well, I, I feel like porn if, is the if devil for kid, me because I can't balance if, it. It's so weird because you can't. No one has the answers. But yeah. like, in my head, if you have a kid, like you can't control what gives somebody their fetish. Like it happens in inane acts in childhood, like not necessarily sexual acts or whatever. So what if you have a kid who is let's say eighteen for the sake of this being fucking too edgy? You have a kid who's eighteen. Right, and for some reason, let's go she, just so I can really get off the fucking hook for this one. Classic. She is into ball stomping. <laughs> like, and she doesn't know why, but, you know, it really fucking gets her fucking going. Now, if she doesn't have the outlet... I have really got myself in the clear here by the age and the gender. <laughs> Fucking go me. If she doesn't have an outlet for ball stomping, she's addicted to ball stomping, then what's to say she's not going to go out and ball stomp? Well, that's the classic argument, isn't it? For, like, you know, people that are into, like, illegal stuff. And it's like, is it better to for them to have that outlet to see illegal things... And or does that, or do you think that's going to make them want to do it in real life more? But that's and, the thing. And also, the, how are the illegal things getting made? Well, that's that, the, the, the big. What if the illegal things is just a drawn picture? Now we're getting down to Louis Theroux's fucking it's, it's, place for paedophiles episode. It's deep, like it's deep. But I mean, look, the thing is, porn isn't real. 
and it was affecting my ability to engage with the real world and i was substituting real world experiences for non-real experiences i'm not saying that like the non-real experiences are objectively bad but for me personally i had to cut it completely clean and just focus on the real and like i'm not even a hundred percent better i don't watch porn anymore and i don't take painkillers anymore unless i have to like my relationship with both of these things is vastly healed and I, I feel like a normal human being there's still residual effects that linger from just that like because porn is so easy like you can just sit there and dive into the deepest part of your fantasy brain and you have complete control over what's going on and you don't have to put in any effort and compare it's all to, on there yeah do you know what i mean it's like i think com compared to real sex it, it, it's just not the same and you develop dopamine pathways and ways of stimulating yourself that are just not real and then you start to enjoy the real world less and i was like i don't enjoy this because my brain reacts to this stimulus and not this stimulus and that's when i decided to cut it because i was like i'm not a fucking real person and it's like my brain is telling me that i don't enjoy real sex and it's bullshit i just worry with with the and with the anti-porn vibe couple of things number one you probably a lot quite a lot of people especially women on OnlyFans would get go out of work if porn was gone. Mm. Second note, there's a lot of countries where porn is illegal and they have insanely be. high rates of sex crimes. Yeah, so porn should not be illegal, so 100%. I think you need to... Sh the porn hub needs to be fucking closed. The tube sites need to be fucking closed. And then porn realistically men are the biggest fucking threat and if anyone fucking mm, you're so sexist men are the biggest they fucking are, threat and, and watching fucking rapey porn and then carrying it out is definitely a thing horrible totally um so maybe we just fucking get rid of the tube sites and all porn is directed by women. Ooh, Boom. Done. Interesting. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't think porn is... Except objective. for the ball-crushing woman. <laughs> She's not allowed so, to make hers. She needs at least a co-director. Like, I don't think porn is objectively bad. I just couldn't balance it. Not for you. It, That's like it, weed it, and me. Yeah. Can't smoke it. Like, I just, Love it. Can't smoke it. Yeah, like, I, 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 I could just watch porn. And I did just watch porn for a long time. And then I had like a come to Jesus moment where I was just like, fucking hell, I'm like 25. And this is just like, it's looking like this is going to be the rest of my life. And uh, I, I cut it cold and I've been a very good boy for about three years now. And I watched so much porn when I was married. Like, fucking hell. Because I just, Lord. just, just fucking just didn't want to fuck her. But then the more porn I watch, the less I want it to fuck her. Totally, because well, you're not easier. You're not what I fancy today, yeah, yeah, yeah. ever for the last fucking two years. So what the fuck? This is the thing as well. Like I, you know, I would view content where the lines of consent become grey, but not because I wanted to breach those lines. For I wanted to be the one on the careful, other side of careful, it. Not careful, careful. This is the thing, you know what I mean? So it's like, it was just an... Un a lot of people are into that. Yeah, dude, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bottom through and through, man. I'm on the ice diet, like 100%. Um, and What's the ice diet? I'm on the ice diet, man. Be, what does the ice diet mean? means that uh, the, the system's clean, my dude. Oh, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Well, you got you got no switch in you? Oh, I'd have switch in me, but 
I'm like I'm a bottom dom, bottom bo- dominant, bo- bottom with men, bottom dominant. Uh, like I mean, I like I if if, if the vibe bottom with men, if dom the, with women. Yeah, if the vibe was right, mix. I would switch for either. But like you know, I'm I'm pretty open to suggestions. I'm open to exploring. Generally, my my default is with men very bottom, with women very top. Is it? Well, that's, that's fucking dangerous on all sides yeah 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 totally getting yourself into all sorts of trouble but he's not really guys come on we can have a real we can grown up conversation I think like the conversation is the and, and communication is the most important part like the, any any action between consenting adults is it's not an objectively bad thing like I, I've had conversations where it's like okay you, you just got to have safe words. You've got to have open communication. You, you've got to, you know, under, like, because being the bottom is a position of power. That's what a lot of people don't understand. So if you're like, if you are the bottom, if you are the masochist that is going to get like beaten up or choked or, you know, fake this and that play where it's like the lines of consent are being kind of blurred and crossed. At the end of the day, the only situation in which I am interested in is the one where the bottom has the final say. Because otherwise I'm not interested. Otherwise it's too real. You know what I mean? Like, it, as soon as the bottom says stop, it stops. So even though the top is like the big dom doing all of the, the you know, horrible things, at the end of the day, the bottom is the one with the true power. Bottom says stop, stop. Bottom says a safe word, stop. And that's how it has to be. If it's like that and it's consensual and there's communication, then there's very few limits for me. I'm open to just see where it goes and talk about stuff and like if and 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 let's go but if that is not you need to get into fucking sex magic you won't be working in this fucking this tech support job you want to manifest some fucking riches you you're gonna have to show me how to manifest i reckon you're having this fucking good good i reckon you're having the good good and that's where the fucking actual magic happens everyone's gonna stop listening now because like the man is a fucking psychopath do you know what else this is the british library contacted me like are you in like would you be okay if we archived the downbeat in the british library as in like where if one of every book ever written goes yep. and they're starting on podcasts and they were like well, can we do it with the downbeat totally. like, absolutely you can so th- some fucking guy 300 years from now might be listening to this totally and being like it's wait everyone didn't fuck everyone back then <laughs> dude i have the good when good. they're hairless beings that are just fucking everyone's going around shagging everyone you're gonna have to show me some of this sex magic at some point like i i have the good good now i, mean, I, I can't have... show you it i'm in a i'm in a relationship but i can show you a book <laughs> just give me a pass just give me a free pass to your only fans when you inevitably end up making it but like i i have the good good now on many fronts because porn is no longer a part of my life which is just i i, I love that and that that's my word like i'm not going to tell yeah, anyone. i think i agree i think I, I i think i agree i think i have i have better sex because i haven't fucking jerked off three times that week and also because it's you know a fucking i can't stress it enough it's like i get a lot of actually a lot of messages of people like oh how do you cope with her having only fans like a fucking i started talking to her on her only fans like so who am i to say stop doing that mm. number two you know that sex you only get once a year on your fucking birthday three fucking times a week i'm all about it see you later i mean i'm not even like i mean i i'm i'm only i'm currently like exploring polyamory where like i've Ooh, i'm interested nice yeah like i basically have a handful of partners who are all aware of the situation it's all what they want as well 
like they are polyamorous too they have multiple partners when it comes to that my only my only words communication is key talk to me tell me i want to hear about it and please don't give me an std i was going to say get tested because the minute you said i saw the family tree not real family but i saw the uh the branches i was like okay this is yeah it's it's but, no, that's sick good for you it's messy it's not i was gonna perfect. say i was gonna say is it messy it's so is there love involved are you in love with more than one person no no it's polyamory is kind of a misnomer because that the literal translation is like multiple love i don't feel like i'm in love with anyone um but i am exploring Ooh, some of them relationships to this with multiple people at the same time who are aware that that is what's going on and that's also what they want and yeah obviously like there's there's feelings involved to a greater or a lesser extent like i've had friends that have engaged in polyamorous relationships and like some of their partners have ended up finding someone that treats them like a queen and they're like i actually don't want to be polyamorous because this person treats me like with all this loyalty and whatnot mm. and you know the, the discrepancies in your emotional investment can become quite apparent especially if you don't like talk about it a lot or if all of a sudden like people can change their minds people can meet people who change their minds it's a hundred percent messy but i don't feel like i want to commit to anything to like a, the same degree that like you do or like settling down with like a wife or whatever i haven't met that person yet and until well, i do I, mine was shit anyway so don't bother with that one just don't do that <laughs> just don't do it yeah i mean until i until i hit that that disney love and i meet that person where i'm like oh my god it's you and you forever until then it'll be you know the bachelor's life for me the the buy bachelor the buy bachelor double the amount i'm just greedy man double the amount it's fucking sick i i kind of fucking i wish i wish i fucking like i wish i liked guys because it would be more shit to be turned on by but i think my line is like i don't care about dicks if a girl's got a dick like rates but I don't... Yeah, I don't know. What does that make me? You, Who gives a fuck? You don't, you, don't, you don't vibe the masculine energy. Yeah, no, that's not for me. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. that's not what about, for me. What about, like, feminine guys? Mm, nah, I still don't think so. Not the thing. See, I'm, I'm not personally attracted to... Well, I mean, so far, I haven't met any really feminine guys that I've been attracted to. So, like, I like a, a manly man, whatever that is. Yeah, I think I just like girls and... Me too, brother. But... <laughs> But like, you know, if if I guess if I if there was a trans girl, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I like like I, I don't pre-op. Know, not I, like I think an op makes you any more or less. When of a it person. comes to trans or your gender presentation or like your femininity or whatever, I'm not gonna say I'm not into that or I'm into that. I'm gonna take it on a person by person basis. I I reserve my and right it to be could a, be a dickhead. Yeah, totally. I reserve my right to potentially be attracted to whoever I want. And no one can ever say, oh, but you're this, so you can't be attracted to this. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. I'll be attracted I do to whoever I want. Why we, we can blur, cross those lines together, though, why, the, the porn fetishization of trans people is definitely an issue yeah, as well. Grim. Fetishization of like, anything, though. That's the, that's the devious I know, but right, right now you've it. got Right now you've got the 
the political hot potato of trans people so all the media outlets are fucking talking about it or whatever yeah. and then you've also got the fetishization of trans people that's been going on for so long so you then get these people like I've got a lot of friends who've like gone on TV and talked about their transition or stuff like that and then they've had you know fucking 500 dick pics because because of the people that have been watching it on porn just see that them as an object mm. So I don't know how we fix that. I mean, I think the way we fix it is to just get women to direct all porn and make make it heavily regulated. Oi, uh, you can see I'm yawning. Um, Knackered. I ain't got... Yeah, that's a fucking... Most people... I did a podcast with Daniel P. Carter, right? And every time he had to cough or do anything, he pressed mute. And I'm just fucking yawning all over the fucking... Yawning all over the mic. People still listen, though. You're still fucking here. I mean, I love it. Um... That was a fucking deep dive into yeah, if, sexuality uh, like if we and gender. Back to that, we'd be like, oh fucking hell! Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't think it was that. I think we're good. Hey, I'm I'm an open book, my guy. I love talking depth. I think I think a lot of people might be shocked. This is why I don't ever do an interview. I knew we weren't going to talk about the fucking song or any any band shit really and that is why people like it because yeah, yeah, yeah i hate it the amount of times honestly if it wasn't you i would have turned this down because this was out of the blue from a press from a press person and if we hadn't have met before i was like because he messaged me and was like are you interested in toby from trash boat Bubba? as if we'd never met and i was like yeah i know that guy i love him let's do it but like the amount that i get and it's like are you interested in this person so, well funnily enough fucking no and uh, the, a couple of times a couple of times I've actually done it because it's been someone that I don't know but I like their music and it's been horrible and I actually haven't released the episodes because it's me <laughs> me going oh so on the new album there's like, fuck off I don't want to care I don't want to I don't know I don't care I don't care the, the people are going to listen to the fucking music anyway Let's talk about whether or not you stick stuff up your ass. It's a fucking way, mate. I'm telling you. I, th I think that's a lovely place to end on, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a lovely place to end on. I think we've we covered a lot of ground there. Totally. totally. Um, I've, I've had a really good time. I was actually having a very bad day before this, and now I'm jovial. I'm glad. I really am. Yeah, we should start. We should start a, a sec. We should. We should start a, a subsequent podcast, like a split-off podcast that's just to do with sex magic. I wanted and to get technique. loads of loads of fucking like OnlyFans girls on here and boys actually, um, and everyone said no. I was like, well, you will put your fanny on the internet, but you won't talk but about. You it. won't talk about. <laughs> it. Come on, mugs game. Anyway, we'll leave it on that fucking note. <laughs>